0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: Thursday edition of the Baseball Insiders. We've got David Kaplan, NBC Sports Chicago, ESPN 1000, who attacked the insiders on our Chris Bryant talk. We don't stand for that. Cap's coming up, and we'll explain a little bit more before he gets here. That starts right now. So, Bert, we had Russ Dorsey on. We were talking Cubs. We brought up Chris Bryant, and you said what again?
0: That I would not rule out a Chris Bryant return to the Cubs. Um, just that innocent, yeah, that that innocent comment. yeah,
1: Right, and Oops. Bryant, Bryant's numbers out there, correct me if I'm wrong, is Chris
0: Bryant signed with anyone? He is currently a free agent in the middle of the lockout, so he's still free to sign with all 30 teams. All 30 teams can have a shot at him.
1: And, and there were the Seattle Mariner rumors and there, I think he played for the giants at the end of last season. And for a while we heard that the San Francisco giants loved him, but then we heard mm-hmm. that he, they didn't love him. So again, to recap, it, it's possible that he could sign anywhere, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And like, that's exactly what I was saying is, is I said on the podcast that I would not rule it out because like, I mean, there's always a possibility for things to happen. Like I'm not a guy who shuts the door on anything and like I said that and all of a sudden I'm starting to get these Twitter notifications from people adding me saying Robert Murray says Chris Bryant might return to the Cubs. Robert Murray says Chris Bryant's returning to the Cubs. Robert Murray says there's mutual interest in a return. And like I'm like, what in the world is going on here? And I, I'm, it was just it was very confusing to me because like that was nothing what I said.
1: Well, let's give credit uh, to sports mockery who does a a great job over there. And and they, they wrote it up uh, and reading their piece. It's cold as hell in Chicago. But that doesn't mean the hot stove is completely turned off because we're still hearing some free agent rumors. The latest comes from MLB insider, Robert Murray, who says we shouldn't rule out a Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant reunion with the Cubs. Once the lockout ends the latest episode on the baseball insiders podcast hosted by Murray. And Mark Carmen, thank you, got to mention here, featured Cubs. There it, beat Ru- there it is. He featured Russell Dorsey from the Chicago Sun-Times. The trio discussed the team's offseason moves. Carmen asked Dorsey about the possibility of either Bryant or Rizzo coming back to the Cubs, which eventually led Murray to drop a bit of insider knowledge. Um, and then you say the KB won. If the market comes back to you, this, uh, this, was, this was actually Russ. This is Dorsey's quote. The KB1, if the market comes back to you, let's say $27, 28000000 a pop at a 30-year-old, I don't think it's the worst deal out there for the Cubs, and maybe that helps ex- expedite your rebuild. And then from Robert Murray, I'm glad that Carm ended up asking you about Chris Bryant because that's been something I've been working on behind the scenes. I was told by somebody who would know Chicago, quote, I would not rule it out. I would not rule yep. it out. Um, and it's been on my mind ever since I'm tracking that one. Um, and then you say, I do think Chris Bryant going back to Chicago, uh, is a realistic scenario at the number you threw out 27, 28 million, da, da da So there we go. That, that was the report. And then cap said something along the lines of that. Robert's sources must be at the wiener circle, which is a great <laughs> hot dog stand on Clark street in Chicago, uh, where don't go there. If you don't like uh, profanity and perhaps, uh, occasionally, uh, women that are not wearing
0: clothes, at least on the top half. Oh, gee, that, that, that's unique. That's uh, I've never heard of a restaurant like that, Carm. We don't have well, those up in Sheboygan here.
1: Yeah, you know, they they got it down here, buddy. Uh, so, any rate, uh, so you didn't say that you talked to Jed Hoyer,
0: right? I didn't I didn't hear that in what I just read. No, I did not talk to Jed Hoyer. It was not no, it was not Hoyer. Like it was somebody just frankly saying to me that they would not rule it out, and like. Is it a realistic scenario? Probably not. Like there's a lot of people in Chicago who think that ship has sailed. Um, So maybe I did word it a little strong there, but I'm not going to rule anything out until like it's not, or until it's been ruled out. Um, But like the odds of Chris, Chris Bryant going back to the Cubs appear very slim. If not. Yeah. It's it's very slim. I just say that.
1: Well, let me just say this. Chris Bryant sat. In the dugout and stared out at Wrigley Field in his last home game as a Cub in the uniform. Chris Bryant, by all accounts, loves Chicago. Chris Bryant might not get the money that he thinks he's going to get. ESPN speculated they'd get five years and 90 million. Would the Cubs do that? That's 18 a year for five years. To me, that's a no brainer. But could they get him at three? And let's let, hey, we don't want to give you five years. We, we think that, uh, the body's breaking down or whatever. We'll give you three and sixty-three. Would Bryant say yes to that versus five and ninety? If that's what's out there, and then he gets two more years of you know free agency at thirty-three. Maybe he would. I don't know. But yeah. uh, uh, on all that, why don't we bring in David Kaplan and go from there? Should we bring Cap in the show, Bert?
0: Yeah, I think we should end up doing that. I like that idea.
1: All right, let's let's bring Cap in. Who's going to join us here in one second? All right, Cappy. We just teed up the whole report, and uh, we, you know we were having an innocent conversation on the Baseball Insiders, the newest national baseball podcast on Fansided, and. I brought up Chris Bryant because I'd love to see him come back to the Cubs. Russ Dorsey said $27, 28000000 Why not? Let's, let's get him back here for a couple of years. Bert said that uh, Robert Murray said, he, you know, somebody told him that he wouldn't completely rule it out. And then you go on your radio show and you say that Robert Murray's source has got to be from the Wiener Circle. I mean, nobody <laughs> nobody, nobody said we were quoting Jed Hoyer over here, Cap. You got to attack my guy, Robert Murray. By the way, Cap and I know each other.
2: Back back.
0: I was having fun. <laughs> Uh huh. Yeah. I give you credit though for knowing my sources are at the Wiener Circle. Like that's <laughs> uh, that's a, that's good deep diving by you.
2: So, I d- I personally would not resign Chris Bryant. That's a, yep. b. The thought, and again, you're saying it was Russ who said it. So my apologies to Robert. 27, 28 million for Chris Bryant is ludicrous. Ludicrous. They are not going to do that. There's a reason that they traded him away. They ripped the band-aid off. They are not interested in a reunion unless you told me it was short-term, much smaller dollars. That's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, cuz Carm just threw out the the like the speculatively like 3 years for 63. Like could is that realistic to you or like should we just like not count on this? At I all? just
2: don't think the Cubs have any interest in a reunion. Yeah. I don't. That's why they traded all these guys away. Uh, Anthony Rizzo was just on the Ian Happ podcast, The Compound, and said he was in town to have dinner with some friends and clean out his condo and officially no longer have any tie to Chicago. And if you'd said that on November 2nd, 2016, that Anthony Rizzo would have no tie to the city of Chicago, we would have all thought that's ludicrous. And here we are. Javi Baez is a tiger. Rizzo is a free agent. Bryant's a free agent. Uh, there's rumors Contreras could get traded. Joe Madden has been ushered out the door. Like it's totally different around there. So. Let's just rewind
1: back, by the way. Joe Madden was blasted because things got too loose. Then he left. And uh, I don't know if they won a World Series since Joe Madden walked out the door. I don't think they have. Maybe Joe Madden wasn't actually the problem. Chris Bryant, on the other hand, uh, let's just let's recap what Chris Bryant does. I believe he plays third. He can play first. He can play left. He can play right. The market seems to be coming down for him. Uh, I. Why would that be? Well, I guess people don't like the, he's, he's turning 30. You tell me, Cappy, what you're, you're telling me that they don't, the Giants didn't love his defense, that maybe they don't, the, what I've read is that uh, the power off the bat is being questioned right now. Chris Bryant had a lot more singles than he hit early in his career. I still think Chris Bryant ages well as a baseball player. I don't think he's done. I think whoever gets him and whatever the market is, is getting a very good value in Chris Bryant. That's my belief.
2: We'll see. Well, look, Chris is a great person. He is a very, very good baseball player. But they had Javi and Rizzo and Bryant and Jake Arrieta and you, Darvish. And where did that team go? Nowhere. That's why they finally said, you know what? we got to blow it up and start over, and that's what they're doing. That's why I don't see, short of like the scenario Robert painted where it's a three-year deal, would they give Chris Bryant? I still question whether they would. I don't think he's going to take a deal of that length anyway. The Cubs had zero interest in reengaging with Javi Baez. They have zero interest in re-engaging with Anthony Rizzo, and I believe they feel the same way about Chris Bryant. They are moving on. So you wrote the plan uh, after
1: they won the World Series. I believe you were signing books all across the country. Congratulations on that. And you've been waiting your entire life for the Cubs to win a World Series. You, mm-hmm. you went to, the, you won, I think you brought a baseball to your dad's grave. Correct me if I'm wrong. All that's true, right? Yeah, okay. So it meant the, as far as sports things go, it was probably the greatest sports moment of your life? Yes, hundred percent, not even close. Hundred percent, not even close. And this is a guy who, you know, he lives sports, Bert. He, you know, the '85 yeah. Bears, uh, throw in the '90s Bulls, throw in—I don't know—he loves horses too. So some Secretariat race back in the day probably brought a <laughs> smile to Cap's face. But so it was the biggest moment ever, and they—and you saw how they did it. They finally had the courage to tear it all the way down, build it all the way back up, and they won the World Series. And they're saying they're not going to do that again. So when you write the plan two in 20, whatever it's going to be. I mean, what can you outline, give me a
2: a sketch of what the plan two looks like right now? I think the plan two, Robert and Mark, looks like they didn't tear it all the way down because the infrastructure was part of what they had to build up when Theo and Jed first arrived. Now the infrastructure is outstanding. They've got a way better ballpark. They've got state-of-the-art facilities in the Dominican and in Arizona. All that stuff had to go along with it. Plus, you had spending restrictions due to the terms of the sale from Tribune to the Ricketts family that Theo and Jed had to navigate, uh, I think, until 2017. So they were fortunate to win when they did because they won with a young baseball team. All that stuff is not a factor now. Uh, I believe they're in the $68 million range in payroll commitment for 2021. So when they figure out the CBA, they can go get whoever they want. The Chicago Cubs better never cry poor. If Carlos Correa says I'm in, they better not go. Well, that's too much money for us. You are the Chicago freaking Cubs. You can afford
0: anyone you want. And you said they can afford anybody that they want, but Rizzo and Bryant are most likely not going to return. So in your opinion, you mentioned Correa, who, like, who is the most likely kind of players they target when free agency opens up again? I still will be
2: like, I, I love Correa. Now he's had some injury issues. Uh, if $325 million was the price for Corey Seager, and I know the Cubs were involved on that, they weren't the runner-up. I think Toronto was the runner-up. Texas got him. They've got no state tax. So you can imagine the savings right there. Uh, Correa's got to be the same ballpark, 325 $350. he has got Scott Boris as well. Uh, I believe so. You're talking about a ton of money to get this guy. Maybe Trevor Story is someone that they look at on a shorter deal with a similar AAV average annual value of a contract, but nowhere near the eight or 10 years that I think Correa would be looking for.
0: Yeah, like another scenario that I've heard, I don't know if you've heard this too, um, but the fact that the Cubs could add an expensive contract that other teams maybe wouldn't want in order to land a top-tier prospect. Like, do you think that's in play too? You mean where they take a prospect
2: and say, we'll eat your money as well? Yeah, exactly. I have actually heard that, yes, that they would look, is it a top-end starter? Is it a position player? Remains to be seen. I'm also wondering what they're going to do with Wilson Contreras. Because I would sign him to an extension. I'm not convinced once they went out and spent, what, $13 million for two years plus an option on Jan Gomes. Do you really need a $13 million backup catcher who's 34, who hits 221, unless you are planning on not extending Wilson Contreras, which, again, I think would be a terrible mistake. Well, I think
0: that – go ahead, Bert. Yeah, because like that that contract from for Gomes initially for me felt like a luxury more than a necessity unless you ended up trading Contreras and I mentioned with Russ Dorsey on the pod the other day um, that the Giants make a ton of sense since they have Scott Harris there lost Buster Posey um, and they also they're going into the season with Joey Bart as their catcher and he's basically a huge unknown when they're coming off of 107 wins I don't know like I don't know if they've actually talked to the Giants but like is that something you could see too?
2: Look, you certainly paint a very interesting scenario. Uh, I, I would tell you that if they're going to take on all comers and and they're going to deal him, why wouldn't the White Sox make sense? I'm not a huge Yasmani Grandal guy as a receiver, yeah. as a hitter, he gets on base. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could use him as your quote unquote backup to your starting catcher Wilson Contreras, and then Wilson and he could both use the DH role when they're not behind the plate. I would be surprised if the Cubs made another high-profile deal with the White Sox after seeing Kimbrell blow up on the White Sox the way it did and seeing the way the Jose Quintana deal blew up in the Cubs' face. That was a horrific trade that I hated from day one. I was never a huge Quintana guy. Uh, You paint San Francisco as a very interesting place uh, to look at. There's got to be three or four other teams that would be willing to pay a pretty handsome price to get a guy who's a two-time all-star starter.
1: Bert, you got me excited with the concept that they would take on a veteran and, and his money to get a top prospect, which by the way, would make sense with the Cubs going out. If somebody be willing to take on Jason Hayward, but the Cubs aren't going to give up a top prospect because to, that, that would make no sense. Do you have anybody in mind? Did you, you have any rumors on that one? Cause that would excite Cub fans. I, it, it would excite me.
0: Yeah, I don't have any specific rumors on that one. I know there's a lot of talk at the trade deadline about Eric Hosmer, um, but I just, that seems like a pretty bad contract. And, and San Diego is pretty eager to get rid of him, but I haven't heard of anybody specifically connected. Okay. I don't know about Capital. But...
2: Yeah, I don't think it would, Eric Hosmer would surprise me unless the prospect you're getting back is outstanding, because at least what they're telling me at 1060 West Addison, they think Frank Swindell is their first baseman in 2022. Now, does that mean he's there the whole year? Does that mean he's there in 2023 or 24 or 25? Probably not, but that's their plan, at least right now, that he would be their starting first baseman. Let me just rewind back
1: here. Theo Epstein, the president of the Chicago Cubs, pretty sweet gig, live in Mm -hmm. Chicago, Got got an amazing condo right down the street from Wrigley Field. And, yeah, I know he said that 10 years is a thing. But if, if he was more aligned with Tom Ricketts and or the Cubs' business operations, do you think he's still here? Because it it would just kind of just got thrown out there like, oh, yeah, 10 years. Hey, man, you were the president of the Cubs. To me, there was more to, the, to, to what was going on with him leaving other than those. Oh, it was time. That doesn't make sense to me.
2: Well, I think he saw a rebuild coming. And he said, I'm not going to sign an extension, so it's not fair for me to be the guy tearing this thing down and then going, here, Jed, here's the mess when you get promoted into my job in a year. It it was in a pandemic. He tried to do a solid for the organization and for his friend Jed Hoyer by leaving almost $10 million on the table, which allowed Jed to put that into his budget as they were dealing with quote-unquote major losses around there, biblical losses, as the owner said. So I I know you think and I think that the Cubs are the be-all, end-all. Theo's not a Chicago guy. Theo's from Boston. Theo did his job. He won a World Series. He wasn't going to go through a five-year rebuild. He was leaving. That's it. I'm reading between the lines. If
1: he knew they were going to spend and spend big, does he leave?
2: He leaves. You think so? He was not signing an extension. Never, never going to happen because the I have a quote from Tom Ricketts on the record. We offered Theo an extension. Well, of course, and he didn't want it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. I, I I I
1: I will sit in my calm corner here and still think there's more to that story that he's that he has not
2: said about some level of dissatisfaction. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, well, uh, there could be dissatisfaction. I mean. 10 years, a long time, right, Robert?
0: Very long time. Yeah. Like, and he, yeah, he's always been a, that guy with a 10 year rule. I remember him saying that and that stuck with me. And I, there's other people in other sports who think the same exact way too.
1: Uh, hey cap, how long is Jed Hoyer's leash? How, how much confidence does he
2: have from uh, Tom Ricketts and, and company? Well, I believe he signed a five-year deal. He's making more money than he's ever made in his life. And he went through one season. That's it. So he's done what he had to do to tear it down. I, I think his leash is as long as he wants it to be. Now, if you tell me that they're going to be 30 games under 500 the next four years, yeah, that's going to be a problem. But I don't think they will be. It, it'd be hard to be that bad when the owner is going to give you a budget where you could spend 175, 180, 190. You get good he's showing you he'll be a top three or four or five payroll. How are you going to handle it? By the way,
1: the radio station that you are on is uh, the home of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, The Chicago White Sox are going to be in contention again uh, this year and and perhaps could win the World Series. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Cubs are not on WGN-TV anymore. They're on the Marquee Sports Network, which is not everybody's coming home from school and putting on the the Cubs at 3 o'clock. I do think the White Sox have a real chance here to make a dent in the Cubs gorilla of Wrigley Field and all their popularity. So uh, do you think that they're worried about that even in the slightest over
2: there? I do. I think they look and think, uh uh-oh, you know, the the TV network, that's a valid, valid point. I got a lot of friends who are Cubs fans don't get marquee network. Well, how do you uh, raise a generation of Cubs fans if they can't watch all the games. And I know the world's different today. Everything's on this little phone. That's it. Like I came in one night, one of my kids is on the couch. I have an 85 inch TV downstairs. 85. He's watching a movie on his phone. I said, hey Alex, you know what you're watching is way better than an 85 inch TV. I'm good. I'm good. That's the way the world is headed. Everything's here instantaneous quick bites. It's different than me running home from Middleton school or you coming home after playing hooky and putting the Cubs game on for the last five innings. It's just not that way anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah I, also you, you having an 85 inch TV in your basement. I know where I'm going to be watching football Sundays and baseball from now on. I'm, I'm coming on over cap. There's actually
2: five TVs at one end. So you get everything.
0: All right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to re- restate this here. I'm actually moving in now. So just I'll bring all my stuff now. So get ready. Done. Done. I'm, I'm, Love I'm, it. By the way, Robert, did you know that Mark would still re sign
2: prior and Wood to contracts because he still thinks there's something left? Uh, honestly,
0: it does not surprise me one bit. Like, no, tell me No, no,
1: no, no. It. no it's Bert, 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 but Me and you are a team. You know, you never yeah. side with guests when they take cheap shots like that. Uh, it's not a cheap shot. That's <laughs> a no, no. It's it's, it, it's, a, it's a cheap shot. It, it's, <laughs> it's 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 not true. And yes, by the way, Cap wouldn't have brought Kerry Wood back to be the closer when he ended when they ended up going to the playoffs with him there. He he would have r- written him off. But Karm. Yours truly had the foresight that there was still something left in the tank. But Cab wrote him off just like he just like he's writing off Chris Bryant and Javi and Rizzo, mainly Chris Bryant. That's that's you you have you have beef with KB, even though you don't say you have beef with KB. I don't have any beef with KB. Not beef, but you don't think he's, you don't you don't think he's a, you don't think he's a star player
2: in baseball. Star player? No, he's a very good player.
0: Yeah, actually so do you Maybe guys feel like the, the term star is thrown around too loosely these days? Yes. Yeah. It's
2: the same yeah, thing with the word great. Oh, that guy's great. Mm-hmm. Great is reserved for the very, very few. Great. Yep. Well preaching to the th- choir. Yeah. Cappy. Robert's a very sharp man.
1: Yeah, yeah, he is. And, uh, and right. I, we, I don't think you actually apologize for saying his source was from the wiener circle, but uh, I do think you guys have bonded and I feel better about it. So just, <laughs> just know that the baseball insiders, Cappy, we're not, we're not throwing anything out here willy nilly and we will have conversations that hey, uh, We appreciate it when they get uh, thrown into the aggregate. Thank you to sports mockery. And we, we appreciate the mention on the show Please do, do so more.
2: We're trying to grow this thing. Damn it. So thank you. And when Chris Bryant signs a multi-year deal with the Cubs, I will come back on and apologize. God, that Robert. would be so amazing.
1: That
0: would, it really, yeah,
2: that would
1: be, I would too.
0: Yeah. yeah we'll, honestly, if, if that ends up happening, we're going to the wiener circle, we're getting some hot dogs. So we get, are get ready.
1: We're going to sit down eat hot dogs and laugh and have a shake. Um, <laughs> We'll leave that one for another time. Hey, Cappy, thanks for making time, brother. We appreciate it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, Robert, great to chop it up with you and the calm. And I look forward to coming on again whenever you need me. Thanks, good, brother. Man. Thank you, David. Cappy. All right. You guys be well.
1: NBC Sports Chicago well. ESPN 1000 at the Catman man on Twitter.
0: Uh, Bert, you feel satisfied? I feel very satisfied. Yeah, that was uh cap is good people. I like him.
1: He is. And I, 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 I don't think we quite got the I want to apologize to Robert Murray, but, uh, you know, you're, you're invited over. You can live there. So I think that's um, I, I think we did well. And I really, 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 really hope that Brian ends up back with the Cubs for no other reason than just for this podcast. So that's um, I'm not none of us are predicting it, but I'd no. love to see it happen. So,
0: yeah, honestly, like I'm going to come back. This is good. I'm going to regret saying this, but if Chris Bryant ends up coming back to the Cubs, maybe I get a Chris Bryant tattoo. Whoa. Yeah. How's that?
1: That's great. KB uh, location, please. Uh, I'll let you decide that one. As long well, as it's I decide, my I Go, decide. You can decide not, Go. not, not on that beautiful face of yours, but somewhere else. little. little yeah, f- yeah, exactly. Shoulder, shoulder, buttocks. Anything's anything's available.
0: Yeah, the, the old right cheat work. Yeah.
1: Okay, I don't want to get in trouble with the parents, so you know we could, you know, keep that in a in a secret spot. All right, this is uncomfortable. Thank you for listening to the Baseball Insiders, <laughs> subscribing, rating, and uh, following the uh, hitting the subscriber button on the YouTube channel is really appreciated. And yes, um, we will be back on Monday with another edition. And we thank David Kaplan at the Catman for coming on to uh, talk a little Cubs baseball, a lot of Cub talk, which we will table. Uh, for the foreseeable lockout future, but a lot more to come next week. And thank you for checking out the baseball insiders. Bert, you have yourself a great day, buddy.
0: Hey, you as well, Carmen. I appreciate you as well always, my friend. We'll see you next week.